Hey guys, welcome back to the Pearls and Perils podcast. I'm your host, Peter K, but you can call me your finance PT and I am back with another Mr. Mrs. series. Now I've noticed that lately there has been some men tuning into the Mr. Mrs. series. So I just want to say shout out to all the guys that are listening. I'm really excited about today's podcast because I'm going to be sharing some key lessons that I've learned in my first two years of marriage. And there's so many things I've learned, so I'll really do my best to condense it as small as possible because I don't want this podcast to be too long. Um, Prior to getting married, there's so many different things that I heard, advice I was given, some I took, some I just kind of discarded because (laughs) it would have been problematic. But one of the first things that I definitely learned and I had to really battle with and understand was about expectations. Going into marriage or going into any relationship, we all come into it with expectations, whether we want to admit it or not. In my case, to be honest, I didn't recognize that I had a lot of expectations. But once I actually got married and we started to live together, because we didn't live together prior to getting married, which I'm really glad about because it added an extra, you know, layer to our relationship because it was something new, it was like something exciting, as opposed to if we'd already lived together, it would have been like not much would change physically so um definitely one thing (laughs) that really would annoy me was like why doesn't he understand what i'm trying to tell him like he should just get it you know so in my mind i expected my husband to be a mind reader of course i didn't consciously think that but from my actions and my reactions to certain things i was expecting him to read my mind so for example i would like expect him like to just take out you know the rubbish when it's full but again he would do it in his time but his time and my time were not the same time you know i was on est he was on bst completely different time zones and i had to understand that peter k you can't keep expecting things you actually have to communicate you know you're both different people you have a different way of thinking and you can't keep expecting the man to know what you want you have to communicate that and it was kind of as simple as it sounds and as common sense as it is when you're actually living in it it's not the same so there were so many things that i was expecting no like he would or he would get it and he didn't and I had to understand that you know he's not a mind reader he's not always going to understand you know what I'm feeling or what I'm trying to explain but I need to be okay with that because he's not me like he's not in my head so I had to really learn that instead of having expectations I have to communicate what I want I have to communicate my expectations I have to communicate my needs I can't just you know be thinking oh yeah like he knows what I mean like he gets it because sometimes that's not the case and I'd find that sometimes we you know have silly disagreements that could easily be prevented if I just communicated like yeah this is what I was expecting I was expecting it sounds so silly but yeah I was expecting you to take out the rubbish and you didn't so then you know when you're taking it out yourself but you're like kissing teeth even maybe not necessarily kissing teeth but like in your head you're like why didn't you just take it out like you know so I definitely had to learn like Peter K communicate okay speak tell the man what you're thinking don't just expect him to read your mind and understand because that just doesn't make sense so that's one of the key things i really had to learn expectations and also really measuring are my expectations actually realistic and if they're not i have to discard those and i have to also see like can my partner actually meet these expectations that i have like we're very different i'll give you a very silly example whenever i wash up the dishes i like to put my cutlery facing down because in my mind that makes logical sense you know any excess water will just 
drip down and it makes sense however when Theo washes up he'll put the cutlery facing up now it has taken me two years to just be okay with that and just turn it over to the side I like <laughs> at the beginning I'm thinking like what's this man doing like does he not get it you gotta put it face down so it sounds so silly and so trivial but I had to really understand that we are both different we don't do things the same we don't cook things the same we don't you know clean the house in the same way so i have to we have to learn to come to a healthy compromise and you know with the things that are not that deep that are small like just get over it don't allow those things to ruin your relationship because i feel like as women sometimes we have this nature in us even though we don't like it most of us don't like to have this side that can be a little bit controlling and a little bit nagging and in our mind, we think our way is always right, which sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. But really, when it comes to having a healthy relationship, we have to learn. Both people, of course, have to learn to kind of assess our expectations and, again, communicate those things. Communicate. Let's say your birthday's coming up, you really want a gift. Don't just expect they're going to get you one. Or maybe they will get you one, but it's not going to be what you want. So do communicate your needs, your wants, your desires, so that you can both assess whether those expectations that you want are really realistic and practical or not. So that's one thing that I definitely had to learn about my expectations. The second thing was... um. It was more something that I kind of like, as time went by, I really started to understand now, you know, certain things that I had been told prior to marriage. And the one thing that really, really stood out to me was that your partner will not complete you, they will compliment you. And I think this is very, very important, especially as women. I don't know how it is for guys, because obviously I'm not a guy, but I know that for a lot of women in their minds, they will be completed when they get married. So in their minds, I'm not married, I'm incomplete you know, um, there's still something missing. Yes, physically there may be, especially if that's something that you desire. However, getting... <coughs> <clears throat> sorry however getting married is not going to complete you if you are already broken inside if you are already someone who lacks confidence in yourself maybe you're quite insecure and in your mind you know getting married having a husband is going to be that thing that just fits the puzzle together and makes you complete and finalizes your happiness i'm so sorry to burst your bubble but this is not the reality of it like your partner is just going to be um, in addition to you, they're going to compliment you. It's like when you wear makeup, it doesn't complete you, but it complements you. It adds something to you. It, it enhances you. And this is how it is with marriage. This is how it is with a relationship. So if you're already, maybe not just women, but that maybe there are guys that think this way as well. You're coming into it thinking, yeah, when I get married, oh yeah, my wife's going to complete me. You know, that's my man voice. <laughs> and it's like, if you're going into it with that expectation, with that mindset, you are going to be disappointed because there's times where I've expected that my husband would get it. Like I've expected that, yeah, he's going to understand how I'm feeling. And he didn't. And it was like, how can you not get what I'm feeling? Like, you're meant to get it. But I had to understand. It's like, he is not me. He's a whole other human being. We have different experiences. We think differently. We don't, you know, feel, we don't have the same reactions to certain things. And I had to understand that, you know, there's going to be certain things that he's not going to understand. And that's okay. I can't expect him to be my God. Do you know what I mean? Because when you're expecting that, that person's going to understand every single thing about you. They're going to be able to anticipate what you want before you even want it. You're expecting way too much than a human being can actually give to you. So that's one thing that I really realized was that my partner, my husband, doesn't matter how great he is as a husband, he will never be able to complete me. 
if I am empty inside, if I lack, you know, confidence in certain areas of my life, he can't give that to me. He can encourage me. He can inspire and motivate me to be better. But again, he is only going to compliment me. He's only going to be an addition to my life, not completing it. And I think there's this idea for a lot of people that, you know, when you find that other person, you know, your life is complete. And you, not even your life, you as a person are complete, because it does complete your life. I'm not going to lie and say it doesn't. It does. It does add another level and, you know, it adds a cherry on top of it, as long as the cherry is not rotten, but you know what I mean. <laughs> but yeah, it really gives a lot of people this false expectation that, you know, when I find, quote unquote, the one you know, when I enter into a relationship, we're serious, you know, we want to get married, we want to commit to each other, you know, this is going to complete me. And a lot of times when the relationship breaks down, for a lot of people, it's kind of like, oh my gosh, I'm broken. You know, I was completed when I had this relationship, but now I don't have it. I miss, something's missing. I'm not complete anymore. So that's the danger of, you know, putting all of your heart and your soul into that other person and thinking that by having them in your life, you are complete, you know, and that's, that's a very, very, you know, um, distorted mindset because it's not true. If you are not happy within yourself prior to being in a relationship, yes, the beginning stages, you're going to be happy and excited because you're in that infatuation stage. But once the reality of life hits in and you go through challenges in your relationship, you're then going to realize, oh yeah, like, yeah, this doesn't complete me. This compliments me. And it's very important to understand that because then you remove those, you know, unrealistic expectations and you become less clingy and needy in the relationship. Like nobody wants to be with someone that is just sucking the life out of you, that constantly just wants your attention, you know, all the time. It can just be very draining. So definitely understanding that your partner will not complete you. If if you are insecure by yourself, if you are someone who's very um, insecure, doubtful, you know, you don't really believe in yourself. Being in a relationship is not going to change that. Yes, you may even be with the most positive person, the most confident person, and that can rub off on you. But again, you have to take that upon yourself. They can't change you. They can't add that to you. They can't make you happy. They can add to your happiness, but they can't give you that deep-rooted, centered happiness. So definitely understanding that, you know what? Yeah, I need to be complete as a person. I'm not talking about finances or, you know, having it all together. No, I'm talking about you as a person, the core of who you are. You need to already be complete within you and comfortable and confident in yourself. If you're not, work on it. It doesn't mean that you can't be in a relationship because you're insecure. No, you know, work on your issues. Very, very important. Now, the third thing was that if you don't kindle the fire in your relationship, it will burn out. And I've come to understand that this is the reason why a lot of relationships do break down and a lot of marriages don't work. It's not because they married the wrong person or because, you know, that, you know, it just wasn't meant to be. No, a lot of the times we like to put things in the hands of fate. It wasn't fate. You create your own fate. And the problem is a lot of people, you know, at the beginning stages, you put in all this effort, you're looking after yourself, you're looking good, you know, you are giving that person attention, you're treating them with respect and love and, and, you know, you're both on cloud nine, but for a lot of people, once they, once they enter into maybe the third year of the relationship, the fourth year, or they get married, they start having children children 
that focus changes instead of making their partner a priority in their life they become an option you know they're not as important as they were in the stages of you know the dating stage or the beginning of the relationship and the problem with this is if you don't keep kindling the fire in your relationship if you don't keep um investing you know in having that quality time with your partner in actually doing things that are gonna you know bring you together you know doing things that you both enjoy you know having that alone time especially if you have children i understand that it can be very difficult because especially when you have a small child they're very demanding they need you you know they're very dependent on their parents but as your children gets a little bit older you know this is what you use family members for of course responsible ones you know but have that time even if it's gonna be once a month that you can really have just some time some quality time to yourself is so important for your relationship you know, because when you stop, you know, investing in your relationship, when you stop having time together, when you decline in the level of intimacy in your relationship, that's when you're going to find you're going to keep butting heads about the smallest things, you know, the rubbish being there, you know, leaving the cup in the wrong place, you know, forgetting to text you back, you know, all of these trivial things that are really not that important that maybe you wouldn't have cared about before. All of these things are going to become huge mountains because you're basically just like roommates. If you're not investing time in your intimacy with your partner, it's really with your husband, committed partner, it's going to affect your relationship. So understanding that you need to continue kindling the fire. People keep thinking, a lot of people, they go into marriage thinking that, yeah, you know, well, we love each other. The love is there. That's all we need. It is a lie. It's a lie. It's not true. Love is important. However, if you want to keep the love alive, you have to keep feeding it. It's like anything. If you get a pet and you feed your pet, you know, for a whole month, every single day, you give them what they need, food and water, they're going to be healthy and happy. But if you stop feeding your pet, they're going to get grouchy. They're going to get irritated and eventually they're going to get sick. And unfortunately, if the cycle continues, they will die. And it's the same with love. If you don't invest in your marriage, if you don't invest in your relationship, if you stop, you know, doing those things that brought you together in the beginning, you know, the compliments, the, you know, noticing the little things, you know, adding to that person, being positive, being their fan and not their enemy, that's really going to affect your relationship. So definitely ensuring that you are kindling the fire, you're having your date nights, you're having your moments together it's so so important because when you stop doing that instead of being lovers you just become roommates and eventually the quote-unquote love is going to die and then you're going to get to that stage where you're like yeah we grew out of love of course you grew out of love you stopped investing in your relationship so definitely kindling keeping the fire burning is so 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 important and the next thing that i found is very very important is being your partner's biggest fan listen i gas up my husband okay if he's looking good i'm gonna let him know you look really nice today you know if he's working on a project and he's showing me you know this is what i'm doing you know this project that he's working on at the moment and every time he shows me what he's doing i'm always complimenting him of course i'm not making things up but i'm showing him that you know what this is great like you're doing so well i'm so proud of what you're doing and it's so important because if you are always just being negative to your partner if you're always just nitpicking and just seeing the negative sides but never acknowledging the good things that they do never being appreciative of the things that they do for you or your family or your relationship you know it's gonna get to a stage where the person just feels unappreciated and this kind of thing i wouldn't say it's gonna make the person cheat because it won't however you can 
create unnecessary problems and irritations in your relationship that you don't need to have so definitely you know being your partner's biggest fan supporting them supporting their dreams supporting you know the things that they're working on let's say for example your partner is on a diet they've been on about a hundred diets already and they only ever last like three or four days and they give in support them when they tell you you know what i'm starting a new diet i'm gonna be committed don't be like oh but when you were in a diet last week be supportive you know that kind of talk in your mind you may be trying to motivate them but really you're just going to add resentment and they're not going to want to you know share things with you anymore and they're going to share it with someone else so definitely supporting your partner and just being their biggest fan is so 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 important and just two more and then i'm gonna finish now the next one i'm just gonna sip some water Okay, so yeah, the next one is really, really, really important, okay? Is, now the next one is really, really important, and that is to speak your partner's love language and loving them in the way they want to be loved. A lot of the times we love people how we like to be loved. So if you're someone that you love quality time, you're gonna wanna have that quality time with your partner as much as possible. But maybe for them, it's not just about quality time, it's about, you know, those words of affirmation. It's about you encouraging them, complimenting them, you know, seeing the good that they're doing, supporting them. Maybe for them, that's really important. And maybe again, there's so many different ways that we can desire to be loved and feel loved. And it's just so important to know what your partner's love language is and love them in a way that they actually receive love. A lot of the times, if we like gifts, we're going to give gifts. But maybe for your partner, they don't care about gifts. They want you to be supportive. They want you to be helpful around the house, you know, helping them with the chores, you know, helping them on a project that they need your help with. Maybe you have a skill and they're trying to learn that thing and they would appreciate so much if you took time out of your day to teach them, to help them with the skill, you know, or that course that they're taking. So really, you know, analyzing, studying your partner, becoming to understand, you know, what actually makes my partner feel loved what do they want from me what are their expectations from me and if you've never read the five love languages book by dr gary chapman i would definitely recommend reading that book this is a book that i always recommend to couples people that are just starting to date or they're in a serious relationship because honestly it's such a great book and i really feel like it benefited my relationship so much so i'm always you know encouraging people to read this book but honestly it's great I know a lot of you people, you have done the quiz, but you have not read the book. So read the book. It's going to help you to understand yourself a bit more. You know, this month in my book club, the Pearls and Pearls book club, we are reading the five love languages. And so far, the ladies are loving the book and they're really engaging with it. And it's great because even for those that are single, it's going to help you to understand yourself a lot better. A lot of people come into relationships very unaware of themselves. They don't really know themselves. They don't really understand, you know, what makes them tick, what issues they still need to work through from the past or relationships that they were in prior to the current relationship so it's definitely important to actually take that time to invest in understanding yourself more and this book is really going to help you to do that so yes speaking your partner's love language so i've had to learn to understand this with my husband like what is it that he expects from me 
So what we normally do is from time to time we'll speak and we'll be like, so how are you? How do you feel like our relationship is going? How is your love tank? This is something that Dr. Gary Chapman speaks about in the book. So I won't get too much into it because you should read it yourself, you know, but we always check in like, how is your love tank? You know, what is it that you think that I could do to improve and that will better our relationship and vice versa. So when we do this, it really is a time where we kind of take some time, you know, really talk and be open <laughs> to receive what the other person's gonna say. It's not always pleasant because sometimes they might say things that you're not really expecting, but it benefits the relationship. And it's really important to do that because a lot of couples, they don't do these check-ins. And in one person's mind, everything is going great. In the other person's mind, they're on their way out. And before you realize it, the relationship has broken down and the other person is just like, they don't even wanna try anymore. So definitely taking time to really speak to your partner to really assess how is our relationship going what do you feel like we need to improve on maybe it's our communication maybe we've both been so busy with work with the children with other responsibilities that we've not really taken time to invest in our relationship to have our alone time to just have fun to have banter we've not done that and it's very very important to keep that love alive okay and also to ensure that your partner really recognizes how much they mean to you because sometimes you think oh yeah they know I love them but people need to be reminded not only women men do as well so definitely you know speaking your partner's love language is very very important okay and the last lesson is respect and boundaries this is so so important because you don't want to make your partner feel that you are disrespecting them that you don't respect them as a person especially when they see how you treat other people maybe you treat your family members with such respect you speak to them you know in a respectful way you don't shout when you talk to them however when it's your partner when you're at home you just let the beast go and you don't even respect them you speak to them anyhow and you respect your colleagues more than your partner so respect is so important not only in terms of how you speak to your partner but how you speak about them to other people and really having boundaries for your relationship if there's sensitive issues that are happening in your relationship it's not for you to be telling the whole world you know um embarrassing the person speaking about them to other people you have to know what are the boundaries in my relationship even speaking about what are the things that you wouldn't want me speaking about to someone else you know because it's very important you don't want your partner to feel disrespected you don't want to feel you don't want them to feel like you respect other people more than you respect them so definitely speaking to them in a way that you want them to speak to you i know for myself there's been many times where i've spoken in a way that was rude in my head it wasn't but my husband didn't receive it that way and i had to then you know kind of take some time to reflect and see mm, okay maybe it's not what i said but it's how i said it or the timing that i said it so really having that level of maturity to just think to not just think about how you feel and how you perceive things but also your partner as well because you want them to be happy as much as you want to be happy in the relationship so definitely respecting your relationship respecting your partner respecting you know their boundaries and your boundaries as well it's very very important and another thing that i'd say as well is not pushing the person to be how you want them to be you know i know that as women we tend to do this a lot you see the potential that person has and in your mind i'm just trying to encourage but sometimes this encouragement can be you trying to change the person can be overwhelming so definitely respecting their boundaries respecting their pace okay you know their pace may not be the same as yours 
they may be a little bit slower to develop certain things than you are but respecting that and not forcing you know your ideas your thoughts onto that person but allowing them to really develop into their own person is so important so respecting the boundaries respecting their space as well because even when you're in a relationship you still need time to yourself it's healthy it's very healthy to have moments. i'm not saying you know taking days off you know okay i'm going away for like five days i need my space if that's okay with you that's fine but definitely giving that person time maybe they just need 30 minutes to themselves so they can gather their thoughts and think give that to them it's important you don't want to smother the person because when you're smothering them you're smothering your relationship and consequently there will be you know negative results with the relationship so these are just a few of the key lessons i've learned there's so many things but i didn't want this podcast to be too long i really hope that you found it helpful and you know if there's other topics you want me to cover whether it's in the mr mrs series or just in my general podcast and do just drop me an email at the pearls and pearls at gmail.com i hope that you found this helpful and like i said guys i definitely recommend that you read the five love languages book it's so good and you will not regret it so anyways guys if you do need help in the finance area as well and you recognize that you know what peter k i need to get myself together because i've had finance goals and i'm struggling to meet them or i've started a business and i really want to learn how to scale it to take it to the next level then head over to www.pearlsandpearls.com and check out my financial coaching services and plans you can also have a look at the testimonials as well but anyways guys have a great rest of your day a great rest of your week and i'll be back with you guys next thursday take care